Te Tairawhiti has once again found itself partially cut off following days of torrential rain. Wakakotahi says the region has taken a major hit and many roads have flooding, slips and dropouts. Importantly, the vital link of State Highway 2 from Gisborne to Opotiki won't be able to open until at least Friday. Joining us now from rain-sodden Gisborne is the Civil Defence Manager Ben Green. Kia ora, Ben. Can you tell us what the latest is? Is it still raining? Uh, kia ora. Uh, we've had rain today. It's just really the fact that rain is persistent and, and uh, you know, we're not quite going away. And I think that's probably the the theme for this week, actually. Can you run us through what the road closures are? So we have 91 local roads uh, closed that, that we uh, sort of will no doubt sort of get a better picture on uh, by the end of today. Also, once the inspection teams have been out, uh, Unfortunately, having State Highway 2 close to the north into the Bay of Plenty access, um, that obviously presents certainly a longer route for you know what it takes to bring our key commodities and, and uh, supplies into the region via Hawke's Bay. Uh, but State Highway 35 opened this morning, so that sort of relieves some pressure certainly for our uh, local uh, local access into our, our coastal communities up in Nasi Pro um, and our communities up there. You mentioned there that State Highway 2 is an important freight link. So what will, how will goods make it in and out of the region? Uh, so we've been working with the, the likes of foodstuffs at a national national level for coordinating logistics. And that really means that for them what would otherwise be a trip from Tauranga through to Gisborne uh, via Portiki is now a trip via the Napier Topal Road and up through Hawke's Bay. So that's obviously adding a certainly a, a larger time frame for mm. their logistics planning and obviously we wouldn't want to lose that road in the sense of what it takes to keep a you know city and a region supplied and provisioned. And what's the situation regarding slips and dropouts? Um, are you finding that you know are you finding more today now that the the rain is easing? I mean continuing but easing a little bit? Yeah certainly uh, last night and equally this morning you know we, we've got Houses physically moving in, in a couple of areas there, so that's obviously immediate concern. And we may have removed the emergency declaration, but the tempo for response and equally what it takes to prepare for your logistics planning to support welfare uh, is very much, you know, we've still got our, our team pretty much on the tools there. So uh, we, we have uh, probably about 20, or as of this morning, I know we've got teams out conducting the sort of assessments into risk areas, but, but around 20 properties that are at risk or imminent risk, and uh, there'll be probably a, a likelihood that it'll be a few more added to the red and orange sticker list that we've already got. So have there been any evacuations today? Uh, this morning, yes. There were uh, well, two houses that the movement in them, you know, you sort of, you're getting movement to the extent that doors physically can't open or you're getting gaps within the structure. So uh, we had one of those that was on watch last night, but this morning, once we just had the had the inspectors in there that sort of had people taken out of the properties. According to the forecast, the rain is supposed to end overnight tonight and then with three days of, of sunshine and cloud, that's according to the Met Services website. How important will that re- reprieve be? Oh, look, any, we just need to bank any sunshine, to be honest. The ability for repairs to take effect, particularly for roading or 
you know, those key infrastructure bits rely on ability for the crews to be able to work in them. Mm. And as you would have seen, if you saw the, uh, you know, the news on um, television last night, you're looking at areas that are certainly the, the safety component is the first decision around repairing. And then obviously what the crews have actually were stood down over the weekend preparing for this week. But really they need the conditions that allows them to work safely within the constraints of uh, quite challenging areas in terms of access and uh, what it takes to get on to get to tend to those jobs as well. Mm. And what are, what are the priorities for the next few days, just quickly? Yeah, look, if we can restore roads and access, that removes really the requirement for welfare support, um, particularly for whanau and, and communities that, that uh, cut off. So that means then that you know we certainly need to have a backup plan and do have that uh, certainly very much in hand. Uh, and you start seeing things where particularly medication, um, if you've got any you know, people that have had medical dependencies, treatment-wise or medication, et cetera, they're the sort of things that come to the fore and then we, we do the wraparound with that in terms of coordination. Hmm. Well, that's Gisborne uh, Civil Defence Manager Ben Green. Thank you for your time today. Further north, the rain has also caused more problems on the Coromandel Peninsula where a fresh rockfall overnight has once again closed State Highway 25 between Tapu and Waiumu, north of Thames. Waka he says the detour for people wanting to get to the north of the peninsula is significant.